Good day! My name is Sky, and I appreciate you spending some study time with me. I'm here to help you make money in online poker by teaching you key strategies and getting you to take action. I know that you're taking poker more seriously in 2024 and that you're going to study more. But what are you going to fill your study time with? That's what I'm going to help you with today. Finding your weaknesses, prioritizing them so you know what to work on first. That's going to move the needle the furthest on your poker journey and then getting to work fixing those weaknesses. To help you take notes for this episode, go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 475. Let's roll. Gambate. Sir, just a little anxious to get up there and whoop E.T.'s ass, that's all. <laughs> right right. You'll get your chance. You'll all get your chance. Good hunting. Dismissed! Kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. Now, it doesn't matter how good you are at poker, there's always something that you can improve. For many micro-stakes and low-stakes players... Maybe you're weak at the fundamentals, like 3-betting and c-betting and pre-flop bet sizing and going for value when you flop a strong hand. For the pros out there, they probably have the fundamentals down pat. However, maybe their weaknesses revolve around more detailed, intricate things like check-raising the turn on dry boards, or knowing when to bluff 25% versus 33% versus 125% pot. So whatever level player you are, you have weaknesses. And there are two ways that I recommend, the easiest ways that you can find your weaknesses. Number one is to pay attention to any unsure spots. Now, unsure spots are just those times when you just don't know what to do. Should you call? Should you raise? Should you fold? You don't know if you should bet. How much to bet? Just imagine maybe this past week, this one particular spot happened four different times. Your opponent raised pre-flop, you called. He bet on the flop, you called. An overcard hits on the turn, and your opponent checks to you. Aha! You sensed weakness, so maybe you should bet. But you're kind of unsure of your chance of success. So instead of betting, you check back, and you fail to make the bluff. And this happened four times this past week. Now, this is a sure sign of weakness, the fact that you spotted a potential bluff, but you didn't pull the trigger, and you were just unsure of it all four times. So you need to study this spot to get comfortable with it. Now, the second way to find your weaknesses is by using Poker Tracker 4. This program shows you all of your tendencies in every situation, and it also calculates your win rates when you make different plays. Now, it's possible, looking at your game from the outside without Poker Tracker 4, maybe you think you play spot-on poker. You three-bet bluff enough. You double-barrel C-bet all the time. And you win when you call on the river. But here's the great thing about Poker Tracker 4. It gives you the unvarnished truth because it just looks at the numbers. It sees what you're doing, it calculates your tendencies, and it shows you exactly how much you've won or lost in these various situations. So maybe you whip open Poker Tracker 4, you take a look at your last 10,000 hands, and Poker Tracker 4 shows you that you've only been 3-betting 2.8% of the time. Yeah, your weakness here is that you're a strictly value 3-better. Another thing it shows you, you see bet the flop 74% of the time, but on the turn, you only barrel 42% of the time. Yep, it tells you another weakness, you're an honest turn see better. And it also shows you that you called on the river 83 times in your past 10,000 hands, and you've lost a whopping 18 big blinds on average each time you call. Yep, another weakness, you make terrible river calls. 
So regardless of how you discover your weaknesses, when you find them, you have to write them in your poker journal. Now, I recommend keeping a list of your weaknesses so you can work on them one at a time throughout the rest of 2024 to turn yourself into the player you want to be. And to efficiently improve your game, you need to prioritize your weaknesses. So let's imagine you've whipped out your poker journal, gone through Poker Tracker 4, thought about your unsure spot, and you have these five weaknesses. The first, I don't three bet bluff enough. The second, I don't double barrel C bet enough. The third, I lose too much when calling rivers. The fourth weakness, I don't table select. And the fifth weakness, I fail to target the weakest players. Now, this isn't a bad list to go down one at a time, starting at the top, but I want you to prioritize this list so that you can work quickly and efficiently to improve your skills and results the fastest. Now, your general rule when you're working on weaknesses is you want to work on the most common spots first, as well as quick fixes that yield big-time results. So let's prioritize this list. Here's what I would do. Number one, I would work on the weakness of not table selecting. Now, this is a really quick fix. Weaker tables full of fish, it makes poker easier, more fun, and more profitable. And when I'm on tables full of weak players, my own weaknesses are less pronounced because they are not as capable of exploiting my weaknesses. And on tables full of fish, it's easier to work on plugging your leaks, fixing your weaknesses. The second item I would work on is that I fail to target players. Now, this is another quick fix. If I actively target the weakest players on the table and I try to play hands against them, poker, once again, it's going to be more fun and more profitable. The third weakness I would target, it's that I don't three bet bluff enough. Now, this one's going to take a little bit longer to fix, but it is a pre-flop issue, which means I'm going to have a ton of opportunities to purposefully practice the strategy of 3-bet bluffing more. And by working on this one next, I'm going to be calling less often pre-flop. I'm going to be the one putting pressure on my opponents with 3-bets, and it's going to improve my overall poker play. The fourth weakness I would work on is that I don't double-barrel C-bet enough. Now, this one's probably going to take a while to fix because if you're not double barreling enough right now, you've probably developed a habit of just checking back in too many uncomfortable, unsure spots or when you just really don't think your opponent's going to fold or you just rather check instead of committing extra chips for value. So plan on taking a long time with this double barrel c-betting one. And the last weakness I would work on is that I lose too much when calling on the river. Now, the great thing about saving this one to last, it's that the prior four items, working on the weaknesses of not table selecting, failing to target players, not three bet bluffing enough, and not double barreling enough, it's going to help you on the river. You're going to face less pressure from your opponents on difficult rivers. You're going to be the one pressuring them. And the river spots happen the least frequently. So it makes sense to push this at the end of your list. All right, so now that you've prioritized your list of weaknesses, and this is something I want you to do right now, it's time for you to get to work. You want to tackle your list one thing at a time from the top and put all of your focus on number one until you feel that you have fixed that weakness. Now, since the year started, I've given three different episodes. Number 471 called Transform Your Game. I gave you a one-year plan to excel in online poker. Episode 472, The Poker Hard Gainer's Guide to Effective Poker Studies. And then episode 473, Earn Your Next Superpower. 
So right now, I'm not going to cover the strategies to study more, to get more out of your study time, to play with purpose. I covered all of those items in those prior three episodes, so you can find links to all of those in the show notes page for today. But start with number one, play and study with purpose until you fix that weakness and then move on to the next. Now, I was going to end this by saying, good luck to you, but I recall that Louis Pasteur once said, luck favors the prepared mind. So let's skip the luck. Let's get to work to prepare our minds for better poker play. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.